0: Hello, this is Ayush from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is March 11th, and four-time Member of Parliament and former Union Minister Jyotir Aditya Sindhya joined the BJP in presence of Party Chief J.P. Nadda. Sindhya severed his ties with the Indian National Congress yesterday. And lashing out at the Congress today, he said that the party is not the same as it used to be and is far removed from reality. At a BJP press conference, Sindhya thanked J.P. Nadda, Prime Minister Modi and Home Minister Amit Shah for giving him a place in the party. He claimed that the country's future is totally secure in PM Modi's hands. In a veiled attack on the Kamal Nath-led Congress government in Madhya Pradesh, Sindhya said that the dream he had for Madhya Pradesh had been shattered in 18 months. Minutes after the press conference, the BJP announced that Sindhya, along with Harsh Chauhan of the Vanvasi Kalyan Ashram, will be their two nominees for the Rajya Sabha polls from Madhya Pradesh. After a week-long uproar in the parliament over the delay in discussing the Delhi riots, the Congress party raised the matter today in the Lok Sabha. Taking a jab at Home Minister Amit Shah, Leader of Opposition Adi Ranjan Chaudhary asked Shah how the violence continued in Delhi for three days. BJP leader Meenakshi Lekhi rebutted this by asserting that the violence was months in the making and was brought under control in 36 hours by her party. She also defended Kapil Mishra, Anurag Thakur and Parvesh Verma and pinned the blame on Amanatullah Khan, Sharjeel Imam and Tahir Hussain. Amit Shah lauded the Delhi police for bringing the situation under control within 36 hours between February 24th and 25th. AIMIM leader Asaduddin Ovesi pointed to the attacks on mosques and children during the communal violence and claimed that they were an attack on the dignity of Indian Muslims. He also asked the government if it had any humanity left Adding that it was not a question of Hindu or Muslim, but if the government would rise up to constitutionality. The reporters at News Laundry have been covering the aftermath of the Delhi riots incessantly. We connect you directly to the stories on the ground through ground reports. These include investigation, fact checks and stories of affected individuals. If you want us to continue doing what we do, please support us by subscribing to News Laundry. You can head over to newslaundry.com and click on the subscribe button on the top right hand corner of the website. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month. Remember, when the public pays, the public is served. And when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. So pay to keep news free and subscribe to News Laundry. The Health Ministry today confirmed two new cases of coronavirus from Delhi and Rajasthan, taking the number of cases in India to 60. However, the state health authorities put the figure at 63, with eight in Kerala and three each in Karnataka and Maharashtra. The Rajasthan patient, an 85-year-old man, had returned from Dubai on February 28th. Additional Chief Secretary of Medical and Health said that the man was kept in isolation at the SMS hospital in Jaipur and an intense contact tracing was underway. More than 1,400 contacts of those who have tested so far have been put under surveillance. A total of 404 Indian contacts of the US citizen who tested positive for coronavirus in Bhutan have been identified and put under surveillance in Assam. As alarming clusters of novel coronavirus swell worldwide, China reported an uptick in new confirmed cases of infections. This reversed four straight days of fewer new cases, driven by infected individuals arriving from abroad. India today ramped up travel restrictions and closed the border with neighbouring Myanmar to counter the coronavirus outbreak as countries across South Asia reported a rise in cases. The virus has hit Europe and the United States far harder than China's most immediate neighbours in South Asia, where no one has died yet. But as the number of cases in the region topped 80, many fear that the overstretched medical systems may not be able to handle the type of intensive care required. According to a health ministry statement last night, India also suspended issuing visas to citizens of France, Spain, and Germany until further notice. Such restrictions are already in place for citizens of China, Italy, Iran, Japan, and South Korea, the five countries worst hit by the outbreak of the virus. Although India has closed its border with Myanmar, no cases have been reported yet from the country. The Supreme Court tomorrow will hear a petition filed by the Uttar Pradesh government against the Allahabad High Court decision ordering removal of hoardings containing photos and other personal details of anti-CAA protesters. The UP government last week had put up several hoardings across Lucknow, identifying those accused of violence during the protests. The hoardings carried names, photographs and residential addresses of the accused, leading to concerns over their safety. The accused were also asked to pay for the damage to public and private property within a stipulated time or have their property seized by the district administration. On Monday, the High Court had ordered to remove these hoardings. The court said that the state's action violates Article 21 of the Constitution and is an infringement of privacy. The court also took a strong view of the state government's argument that the matter should not have been taken up suomoto by a way of public interest litigation. The Allahabad High Court had further observed that the accused persons were not fugitives and there was no necessity in a democratic society to publish personal details and identify the accused, especially when the state government had already sought recovery of compensation from such people. A special court in Mumbai today extended Yes Bank founder Rana Kapoor's custody with the ED till March 16th. Kapoor has been held by the probe agency on the charges of money laundering. The enforcement directorate told the special court that Kapoor had sanctioned loans worth 30,000 crore rupees, out of which loans to the tune of 20,000 crore rupees have turned into non-performing assets. The agency is now looking into the accounts which have turned into non-performing assets. Kapoor is the former MD and CEO of Yes Bank and he was arrested by the ED in Mumbai on March 8th under provisions of the Prevention of Money Laundering Act or the PMLA as he was allegedly not cooperating in the probe. Kapoor was produced before the special court on Wednesday by the ED, which sought his further custody for seven more days. The court later extended Kapoor's custody till March 16th. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent